By now, pay later has surged in popularity over the last few years, especially as U.S. consumers feel the pressure of higher prices. Now, for those unfamiliar, here's a quick look at how it works. Say you wanted to buy a television, but you don't have the money. Well, buy now, pay later services will loan you that money if they approve you. You'd pay them back over an agreed upon time, typically three to six months, and often with zero or minimal interest. In recent research from the New York Fed, the majority of buy now, pay later users struggle financially and or have low credit scores. Those same consumers are three times as likely as other more financially stable shoppers to use buy now, pay later multiple times a year. With Americans racking up a record amount of household debt last year, there's growing concern among economists and consumer advocates that buy now, pay later services could allow consumers to pile on even more debt. We sat down with Max Levchin, founder and CEO of a firm, to ask him more about buy now, pay later services in this economy. A firm and other uh, buy now, pay later platforms, they're pretty easy to use. What do you say to critics who worry that maybe they're too easy to use and maybe they're allowing people to spend more money than they can actually afford to spend? I think that's actually a fairly profoundly backwards assessment of ease of use. The single best consumer interface for payments ever invented is the credit card. You swipe, you don't have to think whether you can afford it or not. You have no idea when you're going to be out of debt. You don't know how many fees you're going to pay. It doesn't matter. You put it all in plastic and just grab the thing and go. Compare that to buy now, pay later, where every transaction is an interaction. You ask, hey, can I buy this using anything from paying for to pay over 36 months and everything in between? But there's always a chance of being told, no, actually, this is too much. Now, currently, the number of households defaulting on credit card debt is at the highest level since the end of 2011, back when many Americans were still hurting from the financial crisis of 2008. Are you seeing any evidence of this in your business? We're not seeing evidence of increased delinquencies in our business, but that's not an accident. Our approval rates, sort of top to bottom, have remained almost the same, but the structure of these yeses has become a lot more dependent on the ability to say, hey, a down payment has to be made because we think you're biting off more than you can chew. Now, what surprised me during my conversation with Levchin was how optimistic he is about younger Americans being more financially responsible than older generations. If you grew up in the immediate vicinity of the great financial crisis, you have a visceral memory as a teenager or even a preteen of your parents sitting down and talking about how can we afford X or Y? Should we sell our house? Would we sell it short? So just general pressure of borrowing led to this, boy, this is not a good situation, is not lost on people who are very young. And as they grow up and become financially relevant to the economy, that's an imprint that was made to them in the young and impressionable age.